You're listening to Humans in Tech. Our podcast explores today's most transformative technology and the trends of tomorrow, bringing together the brightest minds in and outside of our industry. We unpack what's new in physical access, identity verification, cybersecurity, and IoT ecosystems. We reach beyond the physical world, discuss our digital transformation as a species, and dive into the emerging digital experience. Join us on our journey as we discover just how connected the future will be and how we will fit into that picture. Your host is Lee Dow, VP of Global Marketing at Identive. Welcome and thank you for tuning in. Today I'm joined by Greg Sippel, CSO and VP of Sales at Clear Cloud Solutions, Inc. Appreciate you taking the time, Greg. Oh, thank you very much for inviting me. Of course. Um, Clear Cloud Solutions is an Identive dealer, but before we get into all that, I'd love to know more about the history of the company. Sure, thank you. Thanks for asking. So Darren Mastin started this company in 2012 after he had a very successful career as a loss prevention executive. And uh, he started a, a security integration company. And he was very fortunate in that some of his hard work and folks that he met early on embraced him and sponsored him. And so he was lucky enough to get with the California Public Utilities and Southern California Edison, who were looking to add more diverse businesses to their portfolio. So they uh, invited him in, his business in, and gave him a shot at a project and sort of got it up, got the company up and running that way. And so the company's really kind of been built doing the utility business here locally in Southern Cal. And then right around 2020, really focus became diversifying that portfolio and adding other customers. And so that's sort of the uh, where we are today. And that's sort of the 10 year brief history. I know ClearCloud is focused on cultural identity and giving back to the Native American community. Are there any current initiatives you'd like to highlight for our listeners? You know, I would, I guess I would point to Darren's tribe. He grew up in the Hoopa tribe, which is in Northern California. Uh, it's, it's about, uh, an hour, two hours west of Reading, but an hour east of the coast. And so it's tucked in, tucked in the valley there. And he grew up there. And we so we were there often. We're there probably, guaranteed there 10 days a month. I'm probably there three or four days a month working on not only business aspects, everything from helping them uh, um, require, uh, put in requests for grant funding to help the community. Uh, to doing actual projects for d- different business entities, to actually Darren's involved, very involved in the community, helping them do audits for like grocery stores, loss prevention audits, mini marts. And he also does uh, volunteer his time at different uh, churches around the community there. I always like talking to um, people at companies that have a really strong um, corporate social responsibility uh, program or activity, especially when it's something like that, where it's so personal uh, to the people you know who who own the company and or work there. It's been very eye opening for me to go up there and uh, see uh, what's the things that have really hurt the community in terms of high amounts of theft, high amounts of drug use. Um, they've been really hurt by the fires. And so Darren kind of takes an approach. Uh, he attacks all of those individually. So he'll do work on, he's involved with the fire chief writing programs to get younger folks off of drugs and into other things. We're trying to hire some younger people for some of the projects that we're starting to do up there. 
And so um, he's, yeah, he's very involved. It's, it's, it's fun to see. And in a lot of cases, when people figure out his last name, they, and then they start to identify that he grew up there. And, oh, I know your cousin. Of course. So it's been, <laughs> yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Um, so what verticals are the strongest for ClearCloud? Yeah, we're very vertically focused. I'm a big believer in that. We, as I mentioned, we, the, the company grew from point A to point B in that critical infrastructure and utility sector. And we still spend a lot of time and effort there. But beyond that, where we really spend our time is in the federal government, because we're an 8A, uh, disadvantaged sort of diverse business enterprise, they call it, uh, and in the tribal community, as we've been discussing. So we try to stay real focused in those three aspects. And then because we have a lot of people here with experience in the local market, uh, we also have, we know a lot of people. So we do work off referrals quite a bit in the commercial space, but we, but we typically spend 90% of our day in those three areas I just mentioned. You're currently selling Identiv's Velocity Vision Video Management System. What are the top differentiators for you when deploying an end-to-end VMS platform like Velocity Vision? So we really looked at, the first thing we really looked at is the people. We have an amazing rep, Jeannie James has been phenomenal in working our account, bringing us resources, uh, like Mike, like yourself, for all kinds of activities, joint, joint activities. Um, we really looked a lot at that because a lot of the, at the top tier, the technologies do pretty much the same thing. We wanted that relationship with a company that could back it up with resources when available. Genius produced resources for everything that we've, uh, uh, we've really, everything that we've really attacked invited us down to uh, the local office to, to meet all the uh, hidden stakeholders. And so we like open architecture VMSs and Velocity Vision certainly fits that. But really, it's what was really the relationship. All things being equal, uh, that was our top choice. Yeah, and I agree about Jeannie. She's a phenomenal person to work with. <laughs> Um, I hear you're looking to deploy Velocity Vision into the Hoopa tribe later this quarter. Can you tell us a little bit more about that, what that project looks like? Looks like? That is true, and we've actually started. So there's a couple things going on up there. Um, through public utilities and uh, an outsourced IT resource that they have and an outsourced consultant that they work with, we have probably spent, uh, probably, it's been about six weeks developing about 23 projects that were submitted for grant money. But parallel to that, each individual business entity up there, whether it be the police or the schools or actually and the utilities themselves, they, you know, they had us do assessments and put together proposals for projects that they wanted to implement, regardless of whether that grant funding came through. So some of those have started to come through, not the grant side, but the, the individual side. So we've actually deployed our first Velocity Vision install up there for the early early start, they call it, which is for our younger kids. It's like an elementary school. And then we've been awarded a park also, the main, the main park in town. Uh, they want to increase visibility to people that are coming in there at night and causing some trouble and the theft and vandalism and things of that nature. So we've been awarded that one and that construction has started. There's an uh, infrastructure element to that. So probably uh, 50 channels, I would say right now. And there's a lot more to come with and without the grant program. I think that the 
uh, grant program piece of that is really interesting um, because there is a lot of uh, grant money available that um, I think a lot of uh, organizations don't realize, you know, that's there um, and how to pursue it. So I think it's wonderful that, you know, that's part of your mission is, you know, attaching um, the process of, you know, creating the grant to achieving the grant to, you know, doing something really positive with it. If people throw around the word collaborative a little bit too much as a buzzword, but this really was a collaborative effort because utilities has visibilities to a grant program that's really around infrastructure, fiber, mostly around getting fiber optic cable in there so they can increase their services to the community. And so they had to, but security qualifies if you present it the right way. And so it took some effort working with them to propose the right times, the right types of security and the right applications so it, it would qualify. So we're expecting a fair amount of that to come through. Uh, but uh, it's very competitive. Hoopa has to compete with a lot of other tribes for uh, that funding. And uh, the good news is after they submitted in round one, the government basically came back and said, we had more people ask, or what was asked exceeded what we have, but we want to see if we can accommodate everyone. So we're gonna, we're gonna look for more and they basically were trying to do a shakeout of some of the uh, the tribes that maybe didn't have everything dialed in, uh, T's crossed and I's dotted. So there was a round two, but we're expecting them to be successful. And it was certainly a lot of work on their side. That's great. Any closing thoughts on strategy and the future of security technology? Well, one of the things that we did last year um, that's really vaulted our business to the next level is we we, uh, we have a joint venture partner now. So as part of the 8A program, if people aren't familiar with that, you have nine years as, as you're in, in your 8A program, and then you, what they call graduate, they expect you to be a big boy business at that point and, and go out into the world and not have uh, set aside diverse or uh, small business awards come your way. Well, when companies that graduate are allowed to come back to companies like us that are still in the program and form a joint venture, the advantage to that company is they can then go back to all their clients and say, hey, guess what? You can still direct a word as 8A business because we're, we're mentoring a younger company. And so in doing so, uh, we noticed that they were fairly strong in cybersecurity, which is where we were headed. So the future for us is really in the physical and cybersecurity convergence. And so we're spending a lot of time on that right now. We have one big contract award and another verbal to do various things. Um, one of them is a, is a cyber assessment. One of them is essentially what's called F, FPCon, force protection conditions. It's complicated, but that's really where we're headed, where physical and cyber converge. And so we have been adding uh, skill sets and folks on our technical team that can handle that. We refer to that as fidgetal. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, hey, it was so great to have you join us today. I really appreciate you taking the time to call in and tell us about all the great projects you're working on. No, we, we really value the relationship and we're very thankful to be invited. The problem isn't security, it's awareness. Velocity Vision is the future of visual surveillance, an intelligent video management solution that delivers real-time situational awareness in an open security platform. 
integrate with your existing systems, verify your environment in one pane of glass, and increase the efficiency of your security operation. Get full control of your environment when and where you need it. Learn more at identive.com. Physical security, identity verification, the IoT. The hyperconnectivity of our lives will only grow more pervasive. As technology becomes more automated and experiences more augmented, it's up to us to preserve our humanity and use new tools and trends for good. The only question is, are we up for the challenge?